This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feminine Essence, Empowered Passion to Business Success. This is my podcast for women following their passion in business. I'm Steffi Joe, your podcast host, and I want to deeply thank you for joining me today. I'm really grateful. And I'll be introducing my guest here in just a moment. Before I do, I just want you to know if you'd like some more information about my podcast, you can check it out on my website at www.expressyouressence.com. I also just released my newest book on Amazon, and it's called Your Essence Undressed, How to Dress Your Confidence and Reveal the Real You. I'd love it if you check that out also. Today, my guest is Susan Burrell. She's just a delight in all the senses. She just has a spirit that stands up for women who need a nudge to get back on track. Those of us who are asking to be pushed beyond our limits or pushed beyond even just our doubts, we can all use a little help at those defining moments of change and transition. And Susan has the experience and the background to shine a light and lay out a map to follow your journey to empowerment and to really live a life full of love, freedom, abundance, and creativity. Susan will say that she is a feisty Scorpio and she was even born with the red hair to back it up. And she ha- she's been navigating life by learning how to listen to, uh, within to that divine urge that keeps pointing her in the direction of her life's purpose. Even when she can't see the road, she is an intuitive healer, a spiritual guide during those crossroads life brings. She also has a thought-provoking and empowering podcast herself on eWomen Podcast Network called Chats with Susan Burrell. She is also a monthly contributor to Sybil Magazine for The Spirit and the Soul of Woman. And you can listen to her guided meditations on InsightTimer.com. So let's get to meet. I want to meet Susan here and we'll just have a delicious conversation and let's do it. Hi, Susan. Hi, guest. I'm so happy to bring you together. I am excited for you um, listeners to get to know Susan Burrell, my special guest today. So I want to first thank you, Susan, for joining me. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure, both at the same time. Oh, great. I Thank you so much. So I would really like to get started by um, allowing the listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So can you please tell them, tell me a little bit more about you and your passion for your business? What got you here today? Oh, that's a great question. Well, first of all, I want to lead with that I am a redhead and I'm also a Scorpio. So I tend to have a little bit of a feistiness about me. So a lot of my life, that 
was who I was, except that I would have to hide it, you know, because either, either people made fun of redheads when I grew up, I was teased a lot or my feistiness would, I'd say whatever I felt and it didn't get me far sometimes. <laughs> but some of that was because I, I realize now in hindsight, having lived a life, right, that I'm, I'm very empathic and intuitive. And so a lot of stuff that I would say to friends or whatever would, I think kind of stunned them because it was more right on, you know, it was more truthful. I don't know that my family really understood me. I didn't understand me, right? You know, when you're young, it's like, oh, wait, if I'm saying something that, am I offending people or am I just speaking truth? You know, when you're young, you can't quite discern that. So Mm -hmm. in my late teens, early 20s, I started what I now call a spiritual quest. Um, I was like just kind of wandering around reading things and metaphysical stuff and fascinated by how the universe and the world works and and not in a religious aspect because I'm I was never brought up in a church I didn't have a religion and and I think that was a good thing because my mind was a lot more open to investigate and I just I always knew that there was something more than me and that there was something very interconnective about the way the world operated and and being an empath I guess I really didn't understand why there was violence or there was hate or there was war or there was I didn't understand why people treated each other so poorly you know mm-hmm. or what and I didn't understand why there was competition Remember talking to my dad about it. it. You know, I don't understand why people have to be against each other. It does. It didn't. It just intuitively didn't make sense mm-hmm. to me. And yet, I was a commercial actress, so I was in a very competitive field at the time in my twenties, mm-hmm. teens, and twenties. And so I had to play in that playground, even though it was against my moral fiber. I guess if you mm-hmm. if you want to look at it that way. So so I went on a spiritual journey, a spiritual quest, and and I felt very strong that I was this spiritual warrior too. I'm going to whatever it is, change the world. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so I studied with shamans and medicine women, and I was reading all sorts of metaphysical books and and things like that. And that's kind of what evolved me and has been my my journey path what what I call a journey path and along with getting married and being married 28 years and raising a single son and then getting divorced from the person I thought was my best friend but the divorce became contentious and really really heartbreaking coming out of that as not a survivor but a thriver right of mm-hmm. of um an empowered woman i came out empowered because that was my choice and early on with all the metaphysical stuff i was studying and how the universe actually operates you know because there's all these there's all these laws that we don't see that are always mm-hmm. in action that are always happening like like gravity you can't see it unless you drop something you go, oh there's gravity you know thank god somebody discovered that. But same with electricity. You don't see it unless you flip a switch. And all of these laws, spiritual laws, can be utilized either in a positive way or a negative way, right? You can turn on a light or you can execute somebody, right? So as I began to learn all about the spiritual laws, like the law of circulation, Mm -hmm. which is more than the law of attraction, because the law of attraction kind of stops short. The law of attraction was all about me, me, mine, mine, I want. The law of circulation, which is the higher principle, the higher operating factor, is about you have got to give out in order to receive. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this earlier, right. Stephanie Joe. <laughs> you, you've got to give in order to receive. And practicing and understanding and recognizing that these spiritual laws are always in action, and, they, and it doesn't care. It doesn't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't think good or bad. It just 
aligns and responds to what our internal emotional and mental state is. So if we're thinking that the world is awful and crazy and sucks, then we get to see more of that and actually experience more of that. But if we think and feel that the world is actually a safe place or a good place to explore our personal inner journey, to become empowered, and we see it as a learning tool, then life just gets better and better. And that's kind of what happened to me after I got out of um, my divorce, because I did a lot of internal spiritual work crawling through that experience. And I came out happier and healthier and more in love with myself than I think I'd ever been, you know, and I'm in, I'm in my mid decade, if you want to say it and, and didn't recognize or realize that I hadn't ever respected or loved myself as, as a kid or as a young adult, because it, A, it wasn't modeled for me and B, it wasn't reinforced, you know, that I'm Mm -hmm. a good person or I'm a, I'm a powerhouse, even though I am, you know, (laughs) So that's kind of my long explanation. Oh. I, <laughs> I There's so that. much passion in there, Susan. Oh. There's so much passion. So what, you know, with all of that, with your journey, where have you taken that in your business? What, what do you do? How do you help others? Well, okay. Oh, I got chills, Steffi Joe, when you asked me mm-hmm. that. Um, because years ago, actually before 9-11, but... I was entering that day, that particular day, I was entering into a really powerful spiritual program that to to come out as a spiritual counselor. And when 9-11 happened, I was like, oh boy, I can't, there's no turning back because I was like, oh, I, I'm, you know, I was kind of a wiggle, uh, you know, a a worm on a hook wiggling. I I don't know. Do I really want to do this? I don't know. Do I, I, 9-11 happened. I was like, down on my knees going, all right, I am, I will do whatever. I am a servant. So I committed actually before then, but I really fully committed to be a conduit for spirit. That's what I consider myself and to be a servant. And, and, you know, and I'm not talking about a servant to God or for God, but a servant to humanity in supporting anyone who is really ready to transform, who's really ready to live their empowered life, you know, not just a nice life and I'll, I'll submit and I'll just put up with, and but a life where they feel fully expressed and fully in their love for themselves. So why am I saying this? Because I had been committed to a spiritual path, I also never saw it as a business. Mm. And I'm recently learning that what I've been doing for 20 plus years is needed in the world. And there's so many people that would love to um, work with me and pay me money. And, you know, I've had students, but I've always kind of... This is part of what was happening pre during pre mar- I mean during my old marriage and pre divorce and where I would just give myself away and I think a lot of women give themselves away. A lot of women want to be powerhouses, want to stand in their full radiant self, you know, and express, but we give ourselves away. We give ourselves away to husbands, to bosses, to children because that's kind of what women have done for yeah decades, centuries. And isn't that, you know, I see that as part of, it's a confusion. Oh, that's of, It's a confusion of what the feminine, I call essence, the feminine essence is there's a confusion that the strength of the feminine has this nurturing. She is a nurturer. So the confusion is we have to give all that away. We nurture everything around us. 
And I think it's what you're saying in the transformation and the empowerment is what I'm hearing is let's create clarity and let's give to ourselves, not just everyone else. So there's a clarity and there's a strength. We have to feed ourselves in order to feed others. Right. And so it's interesting that you brought up clarity because that's some of the work that I do with women. I work mostly with women now. And mostly women that are strong and capable, but have pockets of self-doubt, you know, those Mm self-doubt moments that show up sometimes daily, minute by minute. But in order to, and I work energetically and spiritually, um, mental, emotional, bringing up beliefs, Mm -hmm. and we heal them energetically so that they come out with clarity and confidence and they know more of who they are. They have a stronger foundation within themselves to stand on. That Mm -hmm. really is about learning how to love themselves from the inside out again. It may be a constant learning, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, there's, like you said, those doubts, they can come up. They can come up daily. And, you know, it's creating that, that tool of, of when they do come up to remember our strength and the empowerment. It sounds like you work with women in their, the ones that are on the journey to empowerment. Because mm-hmm. I, I think uh, what I was reading about the work that you do is around helping uh, women find that empowerment again, that transition, or, you know, can you speak to how, how do you help women, you know, go through that journey? Where is your, your niche there? You talked about, you know, the energetic helping and just take us a little journey. <laughs> I was hearing that. <laughs> how, and, you know, how would you help me? I, you know, <laughs> so, so I, I'm really glad you asked that because it's it's challenging unless you've experienced a session with me for me to actually explain because there's so much energy that happens, energy work that happens. But I have currently I have two clients that are going through divorces and I have clients that have gone through divorce and they're healing after divorce, but these two women are going through the divorce and there's there is confusion and they don't know what they're supposed to do and these are they're coming out of marriages that they thought were forever things and raised kids and stuff like that. One woman had been married, I think, 34 years. That's a lot to let go of. And and so what happens is I create a very safe, energetic space for these women to talk to me. In fact, I've had other people come and they just go blah, 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 blah. And you know, the whole thing about their life, other women, is, is just laid out on my table, so to speak. And then they look at me after an hour and they go, I don't even, I haven't told anybody some of this stuff. And in that, in the conversation, I hear because of being an intuitive Mm -hmm. and empathic, I can hear on different levels. Some of the stuff they may not be even facing themselves or they don't even know, you know, I can hear where there's, they're stuck in a a repeat of shame. You know, I should have known, I should have done it differently, you know, or, or feeling guilty or my mom said this to me when I was a kid, you know, I can hear those loops. And then what happens is because the client usually feels very safe with me, they allow me to do some energy work, which means generally guiding them through a meditation that helps them to see or to either face their fear or face the the guilt or the shame or the blame and and see that it doesn't have to run them. Mm-hmm. And and we also do some forgiveness work when they're ready, you know, and, and I like to start with forgiving myself first, but sometimes that's that's harder than forgiving the person you really don't like. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> 
But, and so what happens is then I also give them affirmations. I, I am big on affirmations and uh, because that's what helped me. And, and basically my sessions, uh, my work with clients is informed from my personal experience and all the different skill sets and tools I have that I used to heal myself. And so I pull out different tools, but the affirmations are helpful because it gives them something to do in between the sessions mm-hmm. with me to focus on. And I'm big on, you hear about people doing affirmations all the time now. It's, it, you know, it's a, it's part of the affirmations have been out since before Louise Hay. Right. Right. And I'm really big about using affirmations, not as a, a head game to just run your mind on something because it doesn't work. I practice and teach my clients to bring the affirmation into their heart center. And we, so we do some, some breath work about it in preparation before they actually work their affirmations so that it can begin to download cellularly, mm-hmm. energetically into their system. So I do do some breath work with them. Too. You know, it sounds like there's a whole, um, a cleansing process, mm-hmm. a breakthrough process, and then bringing in with the affirmations, then that uh, replenishing with, you know, the, the positive, the energy and bringing it home. Yeah. I just saw this beautiful circle there as you were speaking. Yeah. That, um, isn't that, yeah, it's a transformational process. It is. Um, it definitely is. And mm-hmm. the clients that I work with are people that are ready for that transformation. Yeah. I've, I've, in the past, attempted to work with clients that just didn't want to do the work. Yeah. They, want, they would come to me and think that I was the healer. You, you want to, they want to be fixed. Right. right? Fix me, <laughs> fix me, you know, where's my magic yeah. pill? Well, that, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish it would. Sometimes. I know, it would be easy. <laughs> it would be easy and less painful, but yeah. So I only work with people that are ready to do the yeah. work. Yeah, and it's it's that inner work. I mean, that's the most challenging, you know, I think that it's the most challenging, that's my belief, of any work that we can do out there. It's yeah. easy to do the outside work. Yes, but when and, we go, and we keep yeah. ourselves so busy and make mm-hmm. ourselves exhausted doing the outside work, thinking that we're having a life. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, okay, you're having a life. I don't know if it's the best, fun, most healthy, exciting life, but mm-hmm. you're having a life. Right. You know? when, years ago, when I started this work, Steffi Joe, and, and I remember people were, you know, I was saying, okay, I'm going to start meditating. And I, again, I was squirming like a worm on a hook going, I don't yeah, want to. I love it. <laughs> Because, because I was, and I think this is true for a lot of people, I, because of my past, which is not so dark and awful, but everybody has a past, right? Mm-hmm. I was afraid to sit down and look at myself and find something really horrible, right? There, that, that dark spot that really, you know, they talk about it being the shadow side now, the shadow, but I was, it, it was scary. It's yeah. scary to sit down and look at yourself, be honest with yourself I go, wow, and there's stuff inside me I don't like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're still stuck with that stuff you don't like. You just have to learn how to navigate it better, you know, mm-hmm. not, not have it run you, not have it be the thing you lead with, because there are pieces of those shadow parts of you that of us, you know, that when harnessed can actually be supportive in your life. Mm-hmm. But if you let that stuff just run amok inside you, it, it, it does. It creates confusion and what I call stuckness. You yeah. get stuck. Yeah. And yeah, so I and I told so I totally get that mm-hmm. sitting down and looking at yourself is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
I guess uh, from my experience and everything and just thinking about that and, and uh, doing some inner work is it doesn't go away. It's a past. It's what happens. What ha- It's what happened. You know, I heard you talk about it earlier. Isn't that part of a forgiveness process also? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's a part of you. It's part of what made you. It's who you are today. And in that forgiveness process, then isn't that where you find the strength from it or you learn to use use know that it's a part of you and honor it forgive it and then just use the strength of it to other areas yeah so when i entered into divorce my heart was shattered my life was shattered my future was shattered i i didn't know who i was where i was going I understood why it was happening in, in, in some ways, but, and so there were so many broken pieces of me just laying around, you know, energetically. And as I navigated through this process, I realized, oh, I get to choose the parts of me I want to be. And I don't have to be that person that I was, the angry, controlling, shrill, yelling all the time, unhappy person, because I didn't realize I had been so unhappy for so many years, you know, that we we just like got along like the, you know, you've heard the story about the frog that's in a boiling pot of water. Yes. And if, as the water gets hotter, they don't realize they're dying. So they don't get out that, you know, I think we, sometimes people, we, in jobs, even you're, you just stay there because it's what you know. And the bringing those pieces back to myself. So here's another spiritual law principle. There is in this moment, in every moment, because time actually is vertical, it's not linear. And we as human beings think it's linear. Today is today, tomorrow is tomorrow, right? In in this moment, you can make a choice to change your entire life and your future. And the principle is, that, the, or the idea is, this comes from a guy named Thomas Troward, who wrote in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And he said, principle is not bound by precedent okay mm-hmm. so what that says is what just what happened before does not have to be your future it doesn't even have to be your present because it's not it's it is non-linear it is vertical so in every minute principle spiritual principle spiritual law supports you in being all that you want to be and having all that you want to have mm-hmm. and having a very good happy healthy vital fabulous life as long as you can get that through your head and so why was when i was going through divorce i found that no no i didn't work the forgiveness piece steffi joe until after because i yeah. just couldn't Mm-hmm. But I did work the self-love piece. And what I found, uh, one of my affirmations was, I am love, I am loving, and I am loving myself more than I ever have in my life, mm-hmm. which was true. But I also realized I had, there were, there were, I recognized that that chapter of my life was done. So I see it as like a room and I just close the door. So I always just kind of close the door. I don't need to go into that room. I don't need to investigate it anymore. In fact, what I did is um, when I was grieving so deeply, I imagined, because uh, I was grieving my son's childhood too. Mm. And because he was 18, he was graduating high school, going to go to college and, and, you know, and I'm in divorce and my husband's gone and my, you know. Yeah. So I, I, one day I was uh, hiking and I just imagined this box, right? Uh, A beautiful box. And I took the top off and I just put all my memories of my son and my husband as my son was growing up, all the happy stuff into that box. And because I kept revisiting it and it was keeping me stuck in the past, right? I kept going, oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. 
So I just put all those happy memories in this beautiful box, put the lid on, you know, energetically or mentally, put it somewhere knowing that when I want to look at those happy times, I can pull that box out and look at it. You know, I can sit with those memories. But instead of having those, those, oh my God, we were so happy. I thought we were family running me. It was keeping me from moving forward. So I love that. I absolutely love that. I had never heard anyone put, you know, that visual together in the healing process. I mean, it makes so much sense to get past it, not to be running, rerunning that the stories. I love the box. Can we use that as the tip of the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Actually, that. I had forgotten about that until we had this conversation. Yeah. I'm going to use that with my clients. I love it. Well, Susan, you also have a book coming out, correct? Oh, yeah. I would, can you tell us about that? I mean, you're just so beautifully full of, of this uh, life and information and the empowerment and helping uh, women. So I'd like for them to know about your book. So I, we, fingers crossed, the book is going to be out in the uh, public on April 1st. It's called Live Your Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. And I call it a journey because I've lived this. So everything that's in the book is from my personal experience. And what it is, is it's experientials. There's affirmations that I wrote and worked while I was going through divorce. There are inspiring quotes for you to think about. But there's also journaling prompts on the word empower because when I started this work, the empower work last year, the year before, I can't remember, every, every letter means something. So like E, the first E means esteem and, and M is movement. And I, I, you have to get the book to see the rest. Yeah. <laughs> but I have people journal on that. But there's also an interactive component to this because I have guided meditations that are on an app called Insight Timer. But mm -hmm. during the course of the 30-day journey, you'll be prompted to write. You'll be prompted to go listen to one of these affirmations. You'll be prompted to go to my website to see the video on whatever the Empower letter is for that particular time. And then I have other components. We're going to do some mind mapping through it. So there'll be a video about that. There's We're going to do some some EFT, some tapping work mm -hmm. to, to help neutralize the emotions so you can get through and, and then the affirmations will uh, download much easier. So it's, I'm, I'm really excited about it because it's, it's going to be, it's like a little bit of everything I do, Steffi Joe, all in one little book. I love it. I love it. So yes, that's what I was, I was imagining is here's all in one place. You yeah. know, here's, here's the work that we can do. Here's the affirmations. Here's the, the journey. And I really love that about the way you bring the information out and the way you work and bringing in your journey and then helping others through their journey and that journey to empowerment. I think it's just wonderful. So, and also you, your website where they can find more about you is. Oh yeah. It's Susan Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L.com. And you can see everything and my podcast chats with Susan Burrell. You can access them there. You can also access the meditations, got a link to the insight timer, and I have blogs and conversations about the book and things like that. And if anybody's interested in booking a session with me, you can do that through the nice. website. And I'll, oh, I'll put oh, all I have one more thing. I'm so oh. sorry. I, no, 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 go ahead. I, um, it's, a, it's a precursor to the book. We have, I have empowerment cards. It's a deck, a 52 card deck. 
again, of affirmations, inspiring Mm -hmm. quotes, and journaling prompts. And you can go to the website and you can order a deck or more of of those. And I like them because I work with Oracle cards. I work with affirmations that I would put on a post-it and stick in my back pocket. So this is like you pull a card, you can put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, pull it out during the day when you need to be re- realigned and mm-hmm. and connected to what it is that you want to experience in your life. Nice. Oh, I yeah. love that. I'm going to check those out. <laughs> yeah, good. I love it. I love the work that you do. Well, we're close, Susan, and and I will have all that information in the show notes. So if anybody listening, you know, didn't have a chance to write anything down, that information will be in the show notes to pass on. But I have, before we, before we depart here and, and finish up our podcast, I have a special question for you. Do you mind answering it for me? I, I'm okay now. That was you don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about private things on air right now. No, okay. No, I, I asked it, uh, this question of all my guests at the end. Um, and it just gives us a little insight to you. So Susan, if you had the ability to come back in another life as a flower and you could choose where you would grow and bloom, where would that be? Oh my God. I got chills again. Just wow. Um, Wow. If I could come back as a flower and I could choose where I was going to grow and bloom, where would it be? I think a tulip because I love tulips, but I would like it to be in California. (laughs) Not Not in a cold place, but yeah, California. Mm. I'm a California girl. So yeah, I would. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I love that. And in California, give me a little bit more specific because California is so big. Yeah, I think kind of close to like I see like a mountain meadow, mm. something like that, kind of where there's lots of trees and cedars and redwoods and stuff like that. But then there, that's kind of a weird thing, a tulip yeah. growing. <laughs> I can see it though. I can see the picture. I just saw it in, among these just, and the word that came to me when you were saying this is you're in, it was empowerment. Mm. Those, you know, Northern California is, mm-hmm. for some reason came to mind, but I see this tulip in a small meadow. You mentioned the meadow with the trees around you, but the trees were huge. They were yes. very empowered. Yes. Ancient giants. Mm. And yeah, I was hearing the word majesty. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Majestic. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Well, thank what you. What a great question. I love it. Oh, thanks. Well, I appreciate you answering that for me. Uh huh. It's you know, just it's uh, your essence. And um, oh, I feel good yes. about that. Oh, good. Well, it's time to say goodbye. I just really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much, Susan. And I'm excited to uh, get your book here. Thank Can't you, Stephanie you Joe. It's been an honor. Oh, thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.